and now. Capital 263. Welcome to Politics and Beyond on Capital 263. My name is Christopher Farai Charamba. And I'm Tawanda Henry Beatty. And welcome, yeah, to a long-awaited politi- Politics and Beyond episode. And uh, I would argue that we're still the best political podcast in the country. Um, amongst many now, actually. Indeed. I mean, uh, it's it's a growing space as we are moving towards elections. You know, politics is heating up, although it's not the only thing happening in Zimbabwe, but it certainly is an important thing happening. And, you know, it's always great to get lots of different commentary from lots of different people, analysis, just thoughts and opinions. Uh, and that's what we're here to do. We haven't been here for a while. As you can hear, we also don't have uh, Upenyu with us today. Um, obviously dealing with so many technical difficulties of being in three different continents, but we will strive to continue to to give our listeners um, what it is they want. Today, what's the date today? I don't even know. Uh, the 12th of March. Um, yes, for me, it's the 13th on Tuesday, the 13th of March. So I guess you're still on Monday. Isn't it? Yeah, and I think... Uh, in about 15 minutes, it will be the 13th in Zimbabwe. So, <laughs> so many things going on. But um, yeah, today we're going to be discussing uh, the, what did we say? The past, the present, and the future. So we're going to look at our yes. uh, former president, um, now Mr. Robert <laughs> Dave revokes the comrades. <laughs> now Mr. Mr. Robert Goblin. <laughs> Uh, we're going to look at uh, the the current president, Idim Nangagwa, and uh, a potential future president. <laughs> I thought you were going to fall into the trap. <laughs> <laughs> and a potential future president in uh, Nelson Chamisa. So we're just going to be discussing uh, issues around these these three. What we think, um, you know, about them. What could possibly happen in the coming months. Um, a, a lot of it speculation, a um, bit of it analysis on some of the things that they've done. Um, well, the future is speculative and the analysis will be on what they've done and what they are currently doing. So straight into it. Uh, NPF, National Political Front. New is it National Front? Patriotic? New Patriotic, Patriotic Front? Front? National New, Patriotic Front? New something. Patriotic Front. National Patriotic Front is uh, the, the G40 party, which has uh, Ambrose Mtiniri as its leader. Um, as, his, as its leader. And so f- between him and Jeras, yeah, and Jeras is the second member. But uh, yeah, pictures surfaced with... Um, Mutiniri meeting with um, Mr. Mugabe and uh, they (laughs) 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 Misty you know what's funny actually is I saw the 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 ZBC ZBC News tonight the report something about um, Mugabe saying he wanted his money his his pension in cash or something and so Ruben was interviewing um, one of the people was Caesar Rai and Caesar was saying um well the old man is clearly living in a, in I don't know what world he's living in 
because he clearly doesn't seem to understand that you know there's a cash crisis and people are sleeping in queues and here he is wanting to you know demand his cash but uh and ruben called him i'm told uh, uh um or compared him to marie antoinette and <laughs> <laughs> and the whole time i was just thinking wow a true ruben like you know, of all people, like I can understand Ramwewe say, but Ruben, wow. Hey, Ruben, I'm going to retirement. <laughs> but yeah, but, so, so NPS. But on that story, yeah, mm. go ahead. No, 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 carry on. On that cash story, you're, you're, we'll get to the new president, the current president later, but that was cheap politicking. Oh, yeah, yeah, Anzi, no. And I was shocked that the, the the they brought me my salary in cash, um, and I gave them my bank details and told them to go and deposit it immediately. And I'm like, but you were vice president for how long? Are you saying that they didn't have your bank details already oh, on file? Okay, we'll, we'll get we'll get to that one. We'll get to that <laughs> one. But um, so NPF, so Ram Gabe is in South Africa. I think he's still there meeting with um members of. NPF, I suppose, or G40. Um, I don't know what they're trying to do. Well, obviously, they're forming a party, but um, whether they, th- why they think they can win is beyond me. Um, you know, key, their key members aren't even in the country and they're scared to come back. And their key members being, you know, Professor Jonathan Moyo, Sevia Kasukwere, and um, Muzukuru Joao. Um Well, I saw a picture with Savior, one at the airport and another one that's where he was, I think, sitting with Jonathan and Ram Gabe. I'm not sure. Is that a recent photo? I thought that was an old photo. Where where Ram Gabe is standing up. I think so, yeah. I thought that was an old photo, to be fair. It it honestly could be an old photo. I'm I'm, I'm not sure. Because the savior was still looking, you know, fat. We've clearly (laughs) seen that he's been taking care of him. He's been taking care of himself and has hit the gym hard. (laughs) And I don't want this one. Wow. Anyway, yeah. Um, But so so we're not sure what's happening on that front. Um, You know, the members aren't even clearly out. There was a list that came out. And um, Chipanga's name was on it. Then he came out and denied it. And he said, I'm not a part. He went to ZBC. He did. He went to ZBC. He drove there. (laughs) And he said, I'm not a part of this. I still support ZANPF. I'm part of this new dispensation. I'm going to vote for for, for ED. ED has my vote. Man like Chipanga came out. Um, Obviously, he saw saw his name on that list. And he thought about... uh, Pickets got juicy, and in this He's summer, in the barracks. <laughs> this which is which is unf- which is not very funny. I shouldn't be it's, laughing. It's it's really not. But uh, could you please extra judici- judicial, extrajudicial uh, abuse and torture mm. of uh, politicians by the army. But obviously, these guys are trying to you know throw spanner in the works on the ZANPF side, um, and you know I saw um, what's his name. Um, Baba Jukwa. It's back. Edmund. Edmund. Oh, Edmund. Edmund, Edmund oh, yeah. um, yes, Edmund uh, posted something on, on, on his Facebook and he said, if, uh, well, his, he said, why is it that all the people who leave ZANU-PF um, want to compete against it? If they knew that ZANU-PF wins by rigging and was so efficient at rigging, then 
why would they take the chance obviously then clearly well he's he was making the the point that well it must so mean didn't... then that zanu is either it's not good at rigging or it wasn't rigging um and uh I, well obviously that's not true because we know there is rigging isn't just about stuffing ballots there's many ways to go about it um I just thought that was that was an interesting point that that he raised there, um, and it is interesting to see you know a few months before election how these guys are going to mobilize. Do they even have them? Well, obviously they have the money. Actually, that's let me not go there. Um, but you know how are they going to go about it? I don't know what your thoughts are. Um, I yeah, that's a it's a good question. I think a lot of these guys overestimate their own reach um because can if you've been campaigning with zanu structures unless you you are going leaving with those structures you're going to struggle setting up your own especially in such a short time um and also i i don't know what the goal is because if if jonathan moyo is involved and mr mugabe is involved as well they are political realists at the end of the day, they're not the type of people that would go into an election to lose it. So now one has to ask ourselves, what is their criteria for winning? Is it simply to frustrate the current regime? Because they obviously know what Embers is not going to win the presidency. So what I don't understand and what I haven't really you know, spent time thinking about is what is their criteria for victory? Is it five seats? Is it a Chamisa victory? Like, what are they actually seeking to to do? Because obviously, it's not to win the presidency. It yeah, it's 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 unsure. I mean, um, or well, I'm unsure about it. Uh, definitely frustrating the the current regime is is one of them. They've they've also um, you know definitely attacked its credibility um and i think one of the things that they will do is to definitely just try and split that vote um and deny anyone a well certainly deny this current administration a, a an outright victory um and it's I'll go out on a limb here and I say we're definitely going to a runoff. I don't think anyone's getting over 50%. That is a massive call, eh? I, the thing is, right, when I look at the way things are structured now, especially I'm calling it today and saying you have uh, an up-and-coming Chamisa who will speak about just now. You have, uh, you know, a ZANU-PF that we don't know how it's sort of structured we aren't sure about it but just between the two of them you know it's it's a, it's a head to head then you have all these other fringes and the fringes you know you have now have this npf which it has individuals who are capable of taking votes from one side and on the other yeah. coalition side you have anamaim juru who i'm not sure if she's joined the alliance yet or not but because you have all these divisions and all these factions and all these people campaigning at different in different spaces if we say that you have the mnangagwa uh, chamisa mujuru um this mtiniri mugabe moyo one and what's his um bizade um yeah manika 
and um, and and Nkosana. Uh, sure. I think he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, fit in okay, that. he doesn't, he doesn't fit, fit into the category. But between those, no, he doesn't. Those five, right? You can we'll get ninety nine percent of the votes. You, but you can see. I mean, you can see how even someone taking five or six percent can change things. Yeah, no, no, you're. I can. I hadn't applied my mind to it. I think. So, but so, I can so see why I can see why why you would say that, particularly if you then look at two thousand thirteen results and you say, Mugabe's. Uh, Agavura gap in in the Mashonaland provinces. Everywhere else, it was almost head head neck and neck, like mm-hmm. head to head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's Mashonaland way. They would win by twenty one thousand um, votes in a in a constituency. Like those are the type of results that they used to get in Mashonaland mm-hmm. to the point that then they would win the provinces by over a million votes to 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 a hundred thousand or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if Zanu can't open that similar gap in the Mashonaland provinces, then it's going to be tight. It's going to be tight. So I, I honestly don't know if you know we would get a, a an outright re- winner in the first round. But obviously, a free and fair election. We're talking about a free and fair election here, um, and it's 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 going to be interesting to see what happens. Um, but yeah, we'll keep our eye on this um, Mugabe Mtiniri Moyo situation um, and see what's happening there. Oh, I don't think we spoke about his birthday and um, my Mugabe. Oh, Mugabe's yeah. Uh, I don't actually <laughs> would. It's uh, look. Um, I would like to commend the um, the the new administration on making Mugabe's birthday holiday for the simple fact that. January is long, and everyone knows the holiday in February is is much appreciated. <laughs> like, like I will never be angry about that, but I don't know what what happened. He had a nice small little party. Yeah, he, yeah, they had a they had a party at home, and um, and he gave a few interviews actually, or he gave an interview, I think, uh, or this. No, no, he gave a speech which was then leaked to the media. Um, oh. Yeah, obviously, intentionally leaked, and uh, you know all sorts of things. He was complaining. Is that what he was complaining about them taking his dignity and whatnot? And his yeah, and his pensions. Where now he wants cash. But anyway, um, we'll be keeping our eye on that situation, seeing what's happening. On the other, on the in the the official ZANU-PF, um, <laughs> <laughs> the official ZANU-PF, our president is still going around. Touring with his scuff um, everywhere. <laughs> can yeah, can I just have a quick rant about the scuff quickly? Please go on. Look, I don't know why people online are getting so offended when you call it the ED scuff. Like, it's one of those, and this is where I just realized, Kuti, the designation idiots is 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 is, is one I might have to to pick up because. I just had this argument with a, a very popular uh, Twitter to a lab early, and he was saying it's not an ED scarf. Uh, the the weather in Davos was was sub zero. It's just a Zimbabwe scarf, and I'm like, okay, cool. Davos was sub zero. Cool. How about Botswana? <laughs> like, like, yeah. I mean, it's clearly he's clearly 
intentionally wearing it as branding for himself and for the country. I don't know why people would would refuse no, that. Claim. O- obviously, it's 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 been adopted by the government as part of their branding strategy. Everyone who's everyone is wearing it. Um, Mayim Fumira was in Germany recently for the uh, a tourism expo, I think there, and she had the scarf. Um, you know, all sorts of other government Ambassador officials. Ling. Yes, she she also wore it. That was a bit of a a controversial one I saw online where people were saying she was part of her endorsement of 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 the new of the new but, regime. But did you see Bettina's explanation of it? She said, "Oh, she was wearing MDC red and the ED scarf, so she was remaining Both neutral." Sides. I mean, you know. I, I just it's think obvi- obviously obvi- it is a bit of a reach. Um, obviously the scarf is is part of their branding, um, and I just think he should. I don't know what material it's made out of, but he should just get a you know a silk scarf if he's going to be going around into the desert with with one um, rather than one. Because it does it does look a bit silly, doesn't it? it if you're in, if you if you're, if you're, if you're in Botswana. so hot, you've taken off your scarf, then you're wearing a, a scarf. You've taken off your tie because it's so hot, and but you're, you're still wearing, wearing a scarf. scarf. Yeah. Um. But otherwise, yeah, he's he's still going around places. He was in DRC. He was in Botswana recently discussing the the Kazungula uh, border. He had an op-ed in in the New York Times. The New York Times. Uh, that was that, that, that came out that today, actually. That, yeah, no, no. I, uh, I, I've read it. Um, that was it. Was a good, good move. Yeah, basically, move. he was. Uh, you know, Zimbabwe is open for business. We are on a new path. Um, you know, he again. It was pretty much all the the rhetoric that he's oh, been that he's been on for the past um, few weeks. Um, he had an an article that came out in the Economist. Where he and this was this that was a bad article. I don't know who prepped that one or, or what, but uh, he came out and said that there was no violence in two thousand and eight. Or I didn't. I don't have the exact quotes, but but that he said was. Zimbabwean elections in two thousand and eight were free and fair. If there was violence, why did no one report it to the police? Ah, huh. That's 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 the <laughs> quote there. Uh, that was bad. I don't know why he said that or who advised that. Because um, he believes it. <laughs> Uh, he believes it. So no, that's what I You know what? I would I'd be I'd honestly honestly be shocked if they actually believed that. So how do they sleep at night if they if they know uh, sleeping at night? Is the, 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 converse, the converse argument is that they don't care. Right. So so there's two ways to, to say to, to look at how they would justify. Well, right now right now the They'll argument say, is bygones be bygones, ka? So, so, so by, actually, actually, the, the, the question doesn't mean you should lie about things. No, guys. but the, the, the and this is the question: is what bygones? Because if you're saying there's no, yeah, there was no violence, and this is the question that should be posed to him: is if you're saying that there was no violence, and because because it was not reported, your argument is it was not reported, so there was no violence. Then what bygones are you speaking about? You know, and. and and Chris, it then comes to, to 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 the question: If that he believes two thousand and eight was a free and fair election, how do we then take him seriously when he promises a free and fair election in two thousand and eighteen? It's a very good question, um, and you know it's it's left to be seen. I I I hope 
that um you know the the the, the new chairperson of the Zimbabwe electoral commission is is uh, you know watching all these things and and paying attention to these things and actually is i don't know if they've they've done anything i did see something about you know there's all sorts of changes that need to be done in terms of there being a free and fair election we spoke about we've spoken about the uh, about ZBC, we've spoken about you know the opening up the media space to opposition parties. I saw that um, Fadzai Mahere mentioned, I think it was on Twitter or Facebook, that she'd been invited to speak on ZBC or for an interview on ZBC, um, which was later cancelled. Was it? Yeah. I so miss, I missed some of these. They, they later cancelled the interview request, saying that they've gotten what they needed from her from a previous interview. That's interesting, um, but these and I, I think I've mentioned this on 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 the podcast actually that I wonder if any of the political parties has a taken it, this issue to court, uh, b taken this issue to Zek itself because Zek is supposed to be the referee. And they're the ones who are supposed to, you know, guarantee. Zek, um, Munzora did, and Zek said that in as far as, and this is something that should go to court, but it hasn't, it hasn't gone to court this election, but it has previously gone to court. I think in 2008 and 2013, there were court cases, um, against ZBC. Um, I don't know how those were found, but, um, Munzora from said that in terms of media freedoms, there's an argument, um, or going on right now is that until an election date has been announced, technically they don't have to ensure that ZBC is giving equal airing to everyone because it's not really part of the... the, the, the there's a funny, silly argument that they that's, came. I'm trying to find the but, word for but, you right now. But that's very so, interesting. So Zek has no, Zek has no, no powers jurisdiction over, over, the, over ZBC until, until election until an election Until it's an election, until there's a it's campaign time, essentially. Which is interesting, which then begs the question whether, you know, this administration is stalling. They did say that, you know, who's we could have an early election we still haven't we we still don't have an indication as to when that could be um but you know if they're going off on well look if, it's if, it's, if, it's it's the 13th of march for me today the earliest the latest an election would be is in august so an early election is is may really like so there's i think they're going to announce an election with a month lead in time and you're going to see a bunch of court cases um remember how jealousy became jealousy and how he became famous in the first place yeah yeah because he he was His the one who initiated stupid court case in 2013 <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Um yeah, you yakubata but I can see. Um but yeah, so so Vamnangagwa, you know, still has a lot of ans a lot of questions to answer. Um obviously he's he's writing all these nice words in, in the New York Times, but it's the action on the ground that people want to see. People people are, are tired of the rhetoric, you know, and you it was nice the first couple of days, but it's even even speaking about policy changes 
changing the indigenization law is the only one that I've seen that's you know actually, actually happened. Of, of which I don't know if I'm, the law's actually been changed itself, but I do know no, that. No, I know, haven't. I haven't seen any gazette. I think and they've said they're doing it, but I haven't seen the gazette of this thing. So, so, so this is this is where the issue is: is what are the actual um, tangibles? You know, we need to start moving from rhetoric to tangibles. And this is where the media needs to come in and play in and actually ask the right questions. It's not and and it's it's first of all, it's not just about, you know, singing the praises and um state media. I sigh. Um I love you guys because <laughs> because you pay my bills, but um we need to have a serious talk about, you know, about the role of the media in it's... in 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 keeping the government in check um and then also you know private media itself needs to be smarter it's 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 nice it's great to be you know critical but even in your critique you need to um give to people, be smart to yeah be you, need to, you need to give people analysis you need to give people things that they can actually um comprehend and break and down we've had the same argument before, remember when I was saying Matigari is the, the best investigative journalist in the country, mm-hmm. who unfortunately now is, is oh, I mean, he's allowed as a person to 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 choose his sides, but uh, is, is the handle has now been well and truly it's huh? been captured, well and truly captured by 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 the ruling cabal of Juntaists. <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting to see how many people have been have been captured. Trevor Nube is another one who's captured. Um Yeah. Trevor Nube is captured. Uh Petina Gapa is captured. <laughs> Petina Gapa is captured. Uh, <laughs> uh Katarina Langing is captured. <laughs> Only Ambassador Harry has refused to, to <laughs> has he refused captured. to be captured. Um, but you know, you know what I find quite interesting though, and this yeah. is this is something I'll say from from a position of privilege. Um, with if it had not been for my familial ties and for how I had been raised to see Zimbabwean politics or to see Zanopiev specifically, right? I could understand how someone with privilege would be very excited about the ED. Um, presidency because for anyone who's grown up wealthy in Zim, he's good for business, he's good for those interests. For anyone who has made money off ZANU or has made money in the country when ZANU has been in charge and has benefited off those patronage systems, he's the safest choice because he ensures those patronage systems are still in place and that there will be money coming into the country to to grow off so oh yeah i can see how a lot of my friends um a lot of people i've grown up with um and this is fully understanding my privilege and that the opportunities are all afforded to me in terms of the schools i went to and i can see and i understand why they're so excited about ed because ah my leads are queer there's investment coming whereas on the other hand someone who pretends to be pro poor or you don't really know an unknown quantity um, like Chamiso or BZA or that is a lot more uncertainty and would be less popular for someone that's already living in Borodale Brook right now, already has a decent amount of money under Mugabe. So imagine what he would be able to do under you know Mugabe, except liked by the West. You know what I mean? Oh, oh most definitely. And um, you know this it's it's an it's an issue of interests. 
you know what are people's interests and people with means you know in the last 15 to 20 years have especially in the last let's say the last 5 years have had to really you know pinch um and and struggle because of the way the economy was going when when things bounced back and we got the US dollar they were in the best position when things you know went down obviously they also took took a bit of a hit but now because they have the means when investors come in um you know they are they can exploit that first exactly they get the, they get to 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 pick off first because they already have you know the support structures the infrastructure and all the things that um, go with it so i i definitely understand why a lot of you know people in that position i agree with you are are you know favorable favorable to this administration because they also have the links to the people within the administration administration yeah uh, uh someone new coming in changes all of that and it's you're still in the same position if even if those people who come in you know bring investors and sort of that but you're just this one has more certainty on the flip side though um you know the masses i can understand why the masses are um into a different candidate and why you know chamisa's got popularity um because this administration this current administration doesn't or hasn't delivered on anything that they expect them to deliver and as far as people are concerned either nothing has changed or things are getting worse so it it really um, yeah, at, at least in Harare, I can't speak for the whole of the country, and uh, obviously Harare is not Zimbabwe. Mm. In Harare, from the videos I've seen from the people I've spoken to, this Nyaye bullet train, all these things, well, if we're moving on to Chamisa, if that was your segue to get onto it, Chamisa, it, was, yeah, it doesn't yeah. seem, yeah, yeah. if it doesn't seem as damaging for him as, as, the onlines would like would make it seem so let me just interject here and say um first and foremost conversations that happen online i i honestly believe are so far removed from realities on the ground and and so far that a lot of people will be shocked at election time by election results in certain places just based just because i think they spend too much time online you know discussing these things in virtual realities <laughs> without who's understanding. independent campaign are you talking about huh? uh, no, i'm not talking about anyone's independent campaign um but i just think that people need to you know get offline and actually my advice to to, to everyone you know is attend a rally it doesn't even have to be a MDC, ZANPF, it can be BZA, it can be oh, Kosana doesn't hold rallies. It can be any of the <laughs> 100 and... Something. I'm going to put a ban on Kosana. <laughs> <laughs> it can be any of the 100 and something political parties that we have. But attend a rally and speak to people on the ground and just engage with them and, and, and also just, you know, hear what people are saying, especially in 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 those um spaces and in those environments and you'll definitely get a different perception of the political landscape in Zimbabwe I think um so yeah so as for yeah moving on to on to on to bullet trains um bullet bullet trains 15 beads and commonwealth scholarships <laughs> first and foremost um i think i honestly think that you know the rhetoric 
is a bit too much. And I'll say this not as a, 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 a political As rival, objectively as you can. As objectively as I can. And I'll say it because, you know, it, it certainly can work, but the realities won't be what the promises are. And you, you fall... It's, I mean, it's great to dream. First and foremost, it's great to dream. I have nothing against, you know, bullet trains or even wanting them in Zimbabwe. But he said within two years... And this is my issue with certain timelines and things like with putting timelines on things and and increasing people's expectations is people have had very high expectations or people are people are desperate, if I can put it that way. And it's easy to play off their expectations or to play off their, you know, off their situation. But then when it comes time to deliver, it could be very difficult to deliver. And then, you know, we fall into this situation where, you know, again, another 2.2 million jobs situation. And I'm not trying to say that it's that is how it's going to play out. But you also want to, you know, be a bit be a bit cautious in as much as you are being a dreamer. And I think there's there's a there's a way to maneuver within it and say those things without going to extremes. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, no, no. I think um, I agree with you completely. Um, I think what he he hasn't fully, and this is me making an excuse for me, I don't think he's fully stepped into the role of, or fully realized what it is to be the final word in the party. Um, looking at Jamisa and his speeches throughout, because I did a little deep dive, he's always been like that, but at the end of the day, Morgan would then come on afterwards and speak and give a moderating influence. And, you know, the crowd would have been, would have been energized by Jamisa. Morgan would say his logical things and everyone would remember Morgan's speech and just sort of let Jamisa's speech go because he's this young guy. But he hasn't realized that he's now the, the focal point. He's now everything. So you can't just speak to your crowd there in front of you or to your base you need to appeal widely to your base in 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 many ways and i think that's his his major weakness is that um he's rash he's he's high, prone to hyperbole um and he gets carried away when he's when he's speaking um but uh, yeah those are his weaknesses and yeah, I mean, as as I don't as, know, I don't think they'll be solved before before the election time. To be fair, you know, I like I said, I I don't see anyone getting it um, outright in this in the first round of the elections. But I definitely think that he is the uh, biggest contender. Um, if we take if we take the um, the junta element away from from the current administration i actually think that he's perhaps the 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 biggest and best contender and really they've got they've got a they're running on a great message a great campaign uh generational renewal is that what it is generational consensus generational consensus um yeah and it's a great message definitely 40 years old he's much closer to 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 the um the 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 demographic 
of Zimbabwe the perfect, yeah. in terms of in terms of age and he's, he's and he's cheeky and it just cracks me up and the, yeah, the generational no. messages it's like we don't we don't have a problem with Emerson we think he's a great leader we're no, just saying he, go and rest he's 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 got it down to a perfect you know uh his his messaging is is perfect in that regard in saying you know what these guys are freedom fighters they've done well they've brought us this far we want to take it on we want to take it to the next level we yeah. want to take it forward that's that's perfect messaging that's i think that is where they should actually send where he should center and and focus on and leave the anointed giraffes and um the you know the the <laughs> the, 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 the the, the two-year mm, and the two-year bullet trains and the man coming from India to build them. You, you see, know, but the thing is now, on the 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 conversation online is is obviously here's here's a funny thing. Sorry, um, I might this might be taking it a bit left field. It's um, Morgan was was would always point out what's wrong with Zanu a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. He's his speeches would be about what Zanu. I think Tendai Biji does the same thing. He points out what's going on in Zanu a lot. Mm-hmm. People then say, "Dude, we know what's wrong with Zanu. Stop mm-hmm. telling us what's wrong with Zanu. What can you offer us?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Chamisa very rarely says this. He speaks more about what he wants to do than about what Zanu is doing wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People say, "No, you can't do that. That's unrealistic." <laughs> right um people say oh what's your ideology what are you running on then he says oh generational consensus generational change so i should only vote for you because you're young that's not an ideology whereas i don't know i think no but you see it, this the thing is right is you'll find um critics everywhere and again people online you know they 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 go off it's i've i've really been trying not to have conversations with people on twitter about Zimbabwean politics i I saw you went from from following a thousand people to following 400 (laughs) i sort of and dropping rapidly i I sort of had to to move away from from a lot of the noise but i and and you know those arguments to me are they, they they don't hold water. I can understand when you know when when people are saying, well, you know that some of the things you say are a bit extreme. But it, it, what I where where I think he he has a great message is in terms of the generational um, consensus, and in terms of you know moving forward and w- where the country should go. I just don't think he should be you know so much. Uh, go what was it um so many hyperboles i think there's yeah. there's room there's room to actually say things about generational uh consensus and about dreaming about the future uh, about dream on dreaming you know, on dreaming about the future within a scope that everyone can get on board do with. you know who, do you know who masterfully changed who 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 showed him how it should be done Fadzi, uh, I don't know if she wants to be called Mrs. or uh, Miss or Fadzai or Advocate Mayere. Um, <laughs> cheeky. <laughs> she changed. Huh? I said that was cheeky. <laughs> she changed. Uh, she changed that message. Um, she's the one that came out and said, "Oh, I don't know what's uh, what's wrong with the dreaming. So if you guys have any dreams, please just use the hashtag My Zimbabwean Dream." And and tell us what you what you're dreaming. So she's now online. She's 
been posting up uh, my dream for Zimbabwe, the hashtag, and has used that based off the the whole bullet train momentum and story. Boom. So she's masterfully trained, turned it into a campaign tool for herself. Boom! It's 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 perfect. I think I think it's it's you know it's great. Um, and these are some of the things that should be happening. I think you can definitely. Well, there's so many things that they could be doing with that. Um, but yeah, for me, Chamisa, scale it back a bit. You know, speak to to issues with with within within reason, but definitely keep pushing that angle because he definitely has that angle um, on on lock. I know you know ZanPF had a youth meeting recently, and the message that came up was that was. Uh, at social media and I'm or something to that effect, which is you know clearly, clearly, that side is out of depth. What they do have is the incumbency, and if they can make things turn around within the next few months, um, you know, which do you think that's why they are delaying announcing an election date? I have no idea. It could possibly be. It could be a lot of things. Um, you know, there's he's definitely ED's been going around the kind around Sadak and the world, you know, trying to to push his message, obviously trying to get people, you know, to come to his side, so that whatever happens afterwards, they will say, well, you know, Tom Ziva, and we can support him and and all sorts. Of yeah, things. but I'm but afraid if if you if you if you prediction is correct of a runoff election i think it, that's when because even 2008 like we say 2008 was a violent election but the real violence started before the runoff it wasn't the when zanu realized they hadn't won the majority that's when things got ugly yeah but you so, know you, you know what you, then happens is you then in the runoff this time round is where people will then um where coalitions will form yeah yeah and of course and you'll just have to there's this you'll see my juru go back to zanu go back to zanu exactly like exactly you know you will literally have to form a coalition with some of the other parties who get you know a a smaller percentage of the vote and see what happens there so it it definitely um will be interesting but, um, but yeah, but you know, anyway. Ch- Chamisa's got the platform. Um, you know, so many young people out there. We haven't spoken about um, my Cooper is still in Matabelele and what you could as well. We do, we yeah, there is that issue of you know, um, uh, within uh, that's that's what I wanted to 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 mention actually when I was talking about this whole runoff situation is that the MDC alliance itself is still not strong. Um, or as strong as it could and should be. So, obviously, Mike Cooper is not going to, to disrupt anything um, right now because it's that train has already, you know, it's already set off. Chamisa is the candidate. He's, he's going around. He's doing the rallies. He's meeting the people. Last I heard uh, uh, anything from her was actually, there we have it, the violence. That's one of the things that the MDC is going to have to put in check and find a way to do so very um, systematically, yeah. but also definitively. Is you know it can so, 
de- depending on how long this Mike situation goes on, you could keep having this I've, this this issue of violence re- re- my, reoccurring. My, and that wouldn't my be good prediction, for them. My prediction is I wouldn't, I would, I'm almost certain that by the end of next week, Mike will no longer be a member of the MDC. Oh yeah, quite possibly. Quite possibly. Yeah. Quite possibly. I think, um, and... Has, has sorry, was anything done about that actually? About the violence? Yeah. Yeah, there's an there's an inquiry going on that's meant to report to the next national NEC. So that's why I was saying by the end of the week because the next NEC is at the is next week or whatever. Okay. Um. So that's when the, the violence report comes in, and that's when, um, if Decisions you remember, the last one of the resolutions for the last one was to suspend Obed Kutu and to, um, compel Maikupe to meet the national leaders to find to plot a way forward so she has refused to meet the national leaders Obed Gutu's also refused to be suspended and has continued doing his dang on Twitter <laughs> he's a Twitter <laughs> and um, obviously the, we assume that the um, the the violence report will be going in um, expect uh, punishment for people you've probably never heard of uh, people that were there, of course, but if anyone thinks that the, if you believe that there was someone who was sponsoring it, I doubt very likely that the person will get in, would have anything done against yeah, them. But I the actual mean, perpetrators are likely to be expelled from the party. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's 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 one of those things. You you, it's it happens everywhere. You go after the the perps, and everyone else at the top obviously will. We'll get away with it because this isn't uh, a situation where someone is going to come out and snitch. And even if they do, <laughs> even if they do, though, who's who's honestly going to to listen to them? Um, but yeah, that's something that the MDC needs to deal with. They do need to deal with their internal squabbles. They need to, you know, solidify the alliance. Um, I think everyone is waiting for an election date before candidate names are put forward or announced officially yeah but i think yeah, that exactly but i think that's something that they do need to sort out or should be sorting out now um, no no they have started sorting it out in as far as the the mdc alliance is going there was a call for cvs for candidates to to hand in their CVs. The interesting thing is, if you want to be an MP, um, you hand in your CV. The fee for application is fifty bucks um, for yeah for an MP. Sorry, is is fifty bucks for a councillor? It's a hundred dollars for an MP, and you have to have in your CV, and you have to have a minimum of I think like A level. Um, a minimum for councillor of A level and a diploma for an MP. That's the list I saw. This is just going off a, a group, so I don't know how far true of its official communication. So don't, if it's wrong, then it's just what I saw. And then this is where it gets interesting. If you want to run as a member of parliament, it's 150 bucks, right, in any constituency. If there's an incumbent member of MDC already in that constituency it's a thousand dollars to what to run to, to, to challenge your cv players to challenge them yeah wow okay 
That's interesting. <laughs> what about so, what about what about the so so what happens to all the other rules? I mean, didn't they have rules like you know if you want to be an MP, you sort of had to be in the party for five years or three years or something like that. Like, how are they going to circumvent some of those rules? That's, those rules are uh, uh, are suspended. Uh, uh, um, I think that's why they ask for CVs to see whether you qualify under those rules. But then also remember oh, the oh, so this is... to, also remember the easiest way to circumvent those rules is to make you an alliance candidate and not necessarily yeah, an MPC that, yeah, candidate. That's, yeah, that's what I was wondering. Okay. Um, this so job scholar, for example, would be an alliance candidate, not necessarily an MDC. Okay. Um, but what they need to do is, if if one of these young boys, ana anamlambo, anaustalos, ana anamango, ana some of these zinasu comrades, if these zinasu comrades aren't aren't given or aren't don't aren't part of the the MP candidates list, then they really are they really for generational renewal. <laughs> Well, the thing is, right, is this is th- that's a good question is what actually does generational renewal mean um, and what sort of candidates? This is a discussion that needs to needs to happen is what sort of candidates do we need to do we want to see in, in, in parliament? It's, it's all fair and fine to say, you know, um, a young leader at, at, at president or you know, or whoever at president, but what sort of candidates are we putting into the House of Assembly? And we've all seen some of the conversations and some of the things that have happened in in the House of Assembly, um, you know, over the years. There's some people who go in there and have never spoken a word, um, you know, and 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 so many other things. And and it's important to have competent individuals in in Can in you Parliament. Imagine those those UZ guys. Uh, uh, you've seen the video, yeah. I have. I'm yeah. sure most. Yeah. Postalos or Umlambo. <laughs> Revolutionary salutations to you, mate. <laughs> no, so it, I mean, it would be interesting <laughs> to see, you know, what sort of lists come out, both in the alliance and in ZANU PF, um, independent candidates and, you know, the fringe. Um, but betw- with specifically MDC Alliance and ZANU PF. Um, because ZANU PF, again, it's an issue of, you know, if MDC runs on this generational renewal and they have so many young people, um, people or people, that's, people who can just relate to constituents, this is where it's going to that's, be key. That's, if, what, that's my, if MDC is going to make one mistake, it's fielding the same candidates that they've had before in a majority of these uh, places. Yeah. In in terms of like, for example, if, 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 if Jameson Timber runs again in... In, in Mount Pleasant or, mm-hmm. or, or Marida, not Marida, what's his name? Eric Knight runs in Barry. They will lose. I think because anyone, I think anyone who's lost an election or lost in 2013 should just call shouldn't. it quits. Yeah, they, yeah. Sh- they should just because find what I, new what people. I, ZANU will always have more money than MDC. But what happened the first time when MDC won seats is that they were young, they had energy. Um, I only know TB, but TB when he first became an MP was 31, mm. right? So he beat the, an M, a ZANU-PF incumbent because they had the energy to go around the constituency and to actually work, as mm. opposed to relying on pu- purely big. Mm. Um, so the only way uh, uh, MDC will, in my opinion, win significant inroads. In, in in parliamentary seats is 
is beating them by energy, asymmetric warfare. You can't beat them by big. You can't have more cars. You can't have more posters. You can't have more, 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 more t-shirts. But you can be on the ground for longer, for harder, and personally. Let's see how it goes, man. Um, I think that can we can wrap up on that. Uh, it can bring yeah. us to the end. Um, thank you all Just for listening. Um, yeah. Please share we, we, share. Share your thoughts on on all these things we've been discussing. Um, hit us up on on Twitter. I will I will rep- nah, nah. Let me not promise to say things. I won't engage in I won't engage in discussions that bring in the likes of um, Ali and. And did you see me and Ali go? It was Ali with with the with the scarf, and then Matigari has blocked me. Uh, Ali <laughs> blocked me, so. Or I blocked Ali and then Ali blocked me back, so I don't I don't follow those conversations. But um yeah no 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 do but but, but do, Ali Amun okay, you know he's not quite easy. Yeah, but it's, uh, anyway, a yeah. quick message from our sponsors. A quick message. Oh yeah, no no, I wanted to 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 actually to shout out um Zororo, Makamba, point of view. Please yeah. check it out. Point, point of, of views. View. Um yeah. good content. It's on his Facebook. Um, um, Soro Makamba, the Facebook page that's where he usually posts. Yeah, um, um it's, it's good, digestible content, it's really good. I and production values are out of this world. Yeah, it's five minute yeah. clips, five to five to eight minute clips, really short. Um, you know, and it's just going through things that are happening, you know, within the political landscape in Zimbabwe, um, and also the region. Last week they spoke about land reform in South Africa. Um, which was really good. Oh, he spoke about it. So uh, do check that out. Very good content. Yeah. Um, and I, I have one. Um, Pambeni um, Projects, if you guys haven't heard of it, it's a new um, online service um, for entrepreneurs and business owners to list their projects and attract investments and partnerships from the global community. Uh, basically, you sign up on at pambeni.org and uh, they will find you investors and partnerships um, for your projects. So if you're young and you have an idea and you're struggling as to where you're going to find money and you're actually organized and serious, um, definitely go and check them out. Um, that's pambeni.org, uh, P-A-M-B-E-N-I.org. And yeah, you might actually find an opportunity that might change your life for you. Right, and uh, I wasn't paid for that. Next time, I want my money. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's it from us. Um, check us out on Facebook, Politics and Beyond. Hit us up on Twitter at Polly and Beyond ZW. Is that what it is? I think so. Should be what it is. Yeah. And yeah, um, is. yeah thanks for listening. Cheers. Uh, cheers. Thank you. And now, and now. Capital Two Six Free.